It's time to light up a cigar and talk about business and cars. Are you ready to get the insider edge and pick up a few ideas that you can incorporate into your business today? Your host, Brandon Green, has 25 plus years in the automotive industry with 10 plus years owning his own business. Together with a diverse lineup of guests from all industries, he's asking the right questions to get you the answers you seek. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Business Cars and Cigars. I'm your host, Brandon Green. Of course, I want to mention real quick our uh, sponsors. Get that out of the way real quick and fast. Vita Nova Cigars, of course, if you uh, want a badass cigar. My buddy here in St. Louis is coming out with a brand new brand, and it is awesome. I love these things. And, of course, the car shop here in St. Louis, which is uh my company here. So if you need car audio, come check us out. We'll get you taken care of. I have on the show today, one of my favorite people in the world. She is awesome. I got to meet her a uh, couple years ago, my very first Apex meetup and got to see you speak there for the first time. Uh, well, first time me seeing you anyway, but she's an EOS business coach, a speaker, a best-selling author, an Apex executive coach. She's an RK, Forbes coaching council. I mean, this woman does it all, and she has her own business as well. So, Miss Jennifer Carrasco, how are you doing today, ma'am? I'm doing fabulous. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time to do this. Um, I know you're extremely busy, obviously. <laughs> so... For those of uh, my listeners that don't know you, um, why don't you uh, start by just giving us a little bit of your story and your background and kind of bring us up to where you're what, what all you're doing now? Yeah, perfect. So um, at age 24, that's where it started. Um, I worked my bahooties off and uh, bought the company that I was working for. It was a skin clinic. Um, I bought the building and the property as a single mom. And did that for several years until uh, the market kind of crashed. And then um, I listened to too many people around me and I decided to file a bankruptcy on my first company. So walking away from that, learning those lessons, going into rebuilding that company again and um, going through a bad divorce at the second round, having to file bankruptcy again to build that company again the third time. I have learned things the hard way, if we can <laughs> say that. So in life, that is definitely what um, I was supposed to learn um, at a young age. And so now at 42, I am a grandma and I have uh, three companies running successfully and I am here to actually help people not make the mistakes that I did when I was younger. And I actually help people to understand their company and their business and to actually build a legacy and build something that they can call a, um, how do we say this? Not a job that we work in, but actually own a company. Because a lot of us get mixed up in the essence of, yeah, we have a company, but if your company isn't there and it's not running successfully without you, do you really have a company or do you have a job? And so that is what I work with, with people on because I have learned the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all learn a lot of lessons the hard way for sure. Yep. And um, it's people like you and some of my other guests and whatever coaching have really 
helped me figure out not to do that sometimes and yeah. um, save me a, a lot of headache. What's some of the ways you do that? Um, I know you're uh, really big into the EOS thing right now and yeah. uh, coaching and all that. You, would you mind running through that a little bit? Explain that for some of the people who don't know what it is. Absolutely. People that own their companies are really the bottleneck of their company. And that is just makes it very transparent. When you own a company, it's your baby, right? You built that company because it's emotions and you love it and that's what you do. But in order to succeed, you have to look at it as a business. So you need to get out of your own way. And the way to get out of your own way is to surround yourself with a leadership team that actually uh, work together as a family, right? Mm -hmm. So if we build our company successfully together, Say a a man and a wife, right? We get together, we get married, we have children. Well, in order to have a successful family, we have to be successful partners. And that is where it all instills within the companies. There's a lot of people that are ego-driven. There's a lot of people that say, well, this is my company. This is the way it's going to run. And there's a lot of people that are actually, that I see a lot of is, They stress on social media that they have all this money, they have all this success. But when you get down to the nitty gritty, they're hustling their butts off to make that company successful because they did not put the money in the back of the company to build it. They're just portraying that it is. So my thing is, is that in order to be successful with anything in life, you need to stop being the bottleneck. That could be relationships, that could be personal growth, that could be your business, whatever it may be, that is usually where it comes from. And when you say bottleneck, um, I, I kind of know what you mean there, I think. Um, you want to expand on that a little bit or give an example on, on some of yeah, that? So I think that's even, a huge thing to hit on. Right. If you think of a, champ, a champagne, right? You know how when you slightly start to pull it up, it's going to pop out, Right. What we call a bottleneck is that you're the bottleneck. You're holding it all in, right? So that's the way I think of it. So uh, for instance, I was on a call today with um, somebody that I'm helping. He has a smaller company. And so I'm helping him to self-implement EOS in the company, right? He's not ready to hire a coach. He just needs to implement it. So I explain it this way. Think of a a vase, right? A big vase that we have. A lot of times we have 136 issues that hit us all at once, right? So think of the 136 issues as sand and maybe some water, right? So now we're filling up that vase with sand and water, right? But then now we have like little to-dos that need to be done that are like seven day um, action items that are really important. And so now we start throwing in those pebbles into the vase. And then we think to ourselves, oh shit, we have that big item that we have to do, right? Yep. So that is called a rock, right? It's that big item that has to be done, do or die of the company. Now we start shoving that in to the vase. Well, do you think it's all going to fit? Probably not. No. So what I do is I say, okay, look, let's look at that rock first. What is that rock that needs to be done? Do or die. Put that into the vase first. Then let's add in some pebbles, which are the to do's that we need to get done. And then as other shit comes in, 
of the 136 issues, it can build up a little bit, but now we know the core and the base of what needs to get done for that company, right? Right. So I start off very simple with just building the blueprint of your company. So building your blueprint, you think of it as um, like a family tree, for instance, right? It's all built out for you, right? So we build out where your company is going to be six to 12 months from now, because that's important. We don't want your company of where it is right now because we want growth. So we build that out. Then we build out measurables, KPIs. Then we build out those rocks, the to-dos. What is going to get us to the point of our 10-year target or a vision or whatever it may be? That's what we have to look at. And the thing is, is that a lot of people just don't take the time to do that within their company or they don't know how to do it properly. Got it. And I'm probably the first example of that happening for sure. (laughs) So because you know your trade right? You know your trade. So I'm going to give an example. Kevin, my other half, we have an electrical company, right? He knows his trade. So we started off with three people and we started to build and build and build. And then it was like, shit, I see what's happening because I've done this personally. It's going to happen into our business. if We don't get somebody in here to help us. And so at that point, That's when I got an EOS coach. And that's when I started to understand EOS more is because we brought that into the company to help to build and scale the company. So we've been together for about four years. So when I got with him, it was about three people in his company, right? So we are now close to 60 team members. So the thing is, is that by implementing that growth, there's no way that he could have been there as an electrician and not know the ins and outs of the company. And let me tell you, there's many of times that we freaking barely made it by. I mean, barely, I, but we I, kept pushing. I understand that for sure. I, I, yeah. I've always gone with the um, uh, phrase, I'm too dumb to quit. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, really, that was it. I, I just... Didn't know. So yeah, um, it's like, yeah. it's like cleaning our house, right? I call it idiots work because yep. we go to clean it and then we have to go clean it again. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to hire a maid that knows how to clean it better than I can. And then I can do more with my time. Right. So it's about delegating and elevating. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm learning that. Um, well, 11 years in, I'm, I'm fi- finally figuring out to hey. Uh-uh. It's taken me 40, 42. So I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, and it's tough letting go of that sometimes, you know, especially at a small company and you're the one who knows everything and all that type of stuff. It's really hard to let go and say, Hey, you handled this. It's hard to let go. And it's funny is because I always, I always say that um, growth is about educating yourself in different areas. And it's not necessarily educating yourself in business, but also educating yourself in personal growth, right? Why am I feeling this way? Why am I holding on to this thing? Why can I not trust? Why can I not let go? And the thing is, is that you can hire a business coach to come in that is fully certified, I don't know, EOS, whatever it may be. You can hire them to come in. But if that coach is not doing their personal work to understand what is the bottleneck in certain things of their of their company, that for instance, right. Letting go, letting go of the vine Mm -hmm. as we call it. Right. So I don't know if you've ever heard this, this story, but an entrepreneur is hanging onto a vine off of the cliff, right. They're holding onto it to to dear life. 
and they want to elevate their company or they want to pull themselves up, right? Because they're stuck. Right. And God, universe, whatever it may be, is saying, let go of the vine and we'll take care of you. Like we got you, right? Yeah. And the entrepreneur is like, well, there has to be another way because I'm not letting go of this vine, right? There's just uh-huh. no way. Well, that is us. And that's us within anything. So it's looking at the behaviors of, okay, where did we get that in childhood? Why can't we trust? Why can't we let go? What is happening here? Do we have distrust somewhere? And so a lot of times now it's starting to do actually a little bit of inner work to figure out why isn't my company succeeding? Why am I the bottleneck as we say, right? Yep. Exactly. I've, I've heard a lot lately, and this has really hit home, which has forced me to look at myself, but, you know, you can only lead somebody, some, lead your company or yourself, you know, you can always only, God, I'm screwing this up. You can yeah, only lead your company or your employees as far as you are, yeah. you know, so you, you have to be constantly working on it and improving. And, you know, and a lot of that is personal stuff that yeah. you got to look in at yourself and go, okay, how, how am I fucking this up? So, yeah. and, and why? So, yeah. Absolutely. And some of that's really tough to do. Sometimes. It is It is really hard to do. And it's really hard to know that you're the problem. It's extremely hard. Like, because you want your baby to be so successful. You know what I mean? Your business. Yeah. Whatever. And it's like, but then you realize I'm, I'm the reason why it's not there. Fuck. What do I have to do now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, oh, that's hitting home for me right now. I'll be honest it's with hard. you. It's true though. We all deal with it though. We oh, yeah. all have it. And it's about being vulnerable and just saying, you know, I'm ready for that help. Like I need that help. And it, it doesn't even have to be business. You can make it personal. Right. Right. Like, I don't know if you've heard my story, um, but you know, I've had some bad marriages in my life and mm-hmm. unfortunately, um, you know, my son had to deal with some of the interactions with that. And with that happening, like it caused, we were, we're tight. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're tight, but it's caused issues to where I'm like, I need to start doing some work on me because I'm the one that's creating these issues. Where is this coming from? Right. And right. so it, it comes within both all of their things in our lives. I just posted this on IG today and it was, we are the people that get in our own way. Yep. <laughs> when, when coaching or, and dealing with like, say a business owner like myself or somebody else and, and dealing with some of that, um, how, how do you really kind of narrow that down? Or is it just kind of asking questions and going with your gut or some of that? I, I'm just curious. Yeah. I, so meaning which way, like knowing, knowing they're the bottleneck or knowing they're having issues or just coaching somebody in general to get out of their own way. Is that yes. what you're saying? Yes. All the above. Uh, okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty much recognizing that they're the issue mm-hmm. or getting them to recognize they're mm-hmm. the issue and uh, you know, kind of how to fix it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Would be. And it's funny because you're going to see this with majority of a lot of people. And it's because I've done, I've done a lot of work just within myself. So I understand that. And I have great coaches, right? Like I have to constantly coach myself or have people coach me. It's funny. The people that don't want to let go of the company, meaning let go, let have somebody step in and help them have Mm -hmm. control issues, right? We all have control issues. 
a lot of times, especially alpha females, alpha men, we have control issues. We want to handle it. We want to do it. Where it comes from is from a childhood traumatic event that we've had to control ourselves or our environment because then that makes us safe. You'll say, okay, well, how did you do that at that age? Well, at that age, we are so damn brilliant that it does it before we can even freaking speak. It could be, I mean, I don't know if you watch Joe Dispenza or anything like that. And he talks about it a lot and he's amazing, but it can even come from conception in the womb to being outside that if something is unsafe, that we automatically do something to control an issue. And that when you look at high end achievers, they all have had childhoods like that. You know, I, I can definitely see that. I, I've thought about that a little bit, but it seems like there's always some sort of a connection there that the high achiever, whatever uh, you want to call it, there's always some sort of a trauma or something that's mm-hmm. happened and mm-hmm. really having to work through. And it seems like there's definitely um, everybody's everybody's got a story, I guess. Oh, absolutely. We're to be honest. Can I curse on here? Is that okay? Oh, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. To be completely honest, nobody got out of childhood unfucked. Mm-hmm. We all got fucked. Like that's just the story of it. But as I do this longer with coaching, I can now tell what is what and who is what and what we need to work on, right? So I can go in and help a company, but then I can also see like, okay, what are these areas personally that I should be stepping in to help this person so then that way their company excels? That makes a lot of sense. And I'm sure that's experience, you know, having done it a while. Yeah, absolutely. So it was funny is I did the women of apex, right. With Amy Suman. So we launched the women of apex and, you know, I am still doing my learning and I'm still doing my cycling and everything, you know, within myself. And it was like, I sat with myself after the women of apex and it felt so good that I got to help so many women with certain things, right. With business, personal, whatever it may be. And then I thought, you know what, I'm going to create a retreat now for women, like women that need to get away and to do these personal works to be better for their individual or their spouse or their company or whatever it may be, because I see it and I've been there and I understand it. And um, that's kind of just how it's starting to evolve now for me. It's like I'm doing the EOS coaching, but then now I'm I'm doing like two retreats a year for women to get together to work on some things just within themselves to be more productive going forward. And I don't know where it's going to go future wise any more than that, but it's funny is because I get to really help the people that I've already gone that path. If that makes sense. Absolutely. I get to bring the people in that helped me to help them. That's it. That's amazing. That's awesome. So, um, any women out there listening or any yeah, guys that yeah. um, need to have your uh, significant others listen, have them listen to this and get in contact with Jennifer yeah, about that. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Let's see, moving a little forward. I, I, I got to ask, you're a IFBB pro athlete. I am. I, I, I have to ask a little bit about this because I have no idea what this is. 
So um, would you mind explaining a little bit of that? seems like a little bit more of a a challenging thing you do for yourself and whatever, but I'm curious. I want to know a little bit about a little bit about that and about you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So IFBB is a professional bodybuilding facility or, you know, athlete. So I had to go through everything to actually be a uh, professional athlete to compete on stages. Um, I will tell you the back end story of that. (laughs) Um, I was in an unhealthy marriage and at that time that was my outlet. So instead of being um, angry and mad at everybody and yelling at everybody, I went to the gym and pushed weights really hard and worked my ass off at the gym constantly. Um, at that point, I had somebody come up to me and say, hey, you should do a show. And I was like a show. And and I kept thinking to myself, you know, I do want to get in better shape, but I don't know how. And then at that time, I thought, you know what, I'm going to do a show. And I came back and I told um, my significant other that um, I decided that I wanted to go and compete in a bodybuilding contest. And his response was, no way, you're not doing that. It's just not happening. So Jennifer being Jennifer is definitely somebody that is you're not going to tell me what to do. So I was like, okay, fine. Then I'm doing it now. So um, just FYI, I don't <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> so um, I started competing hard because I was out to prove everybody wrong that I could, I could do this. Right. And it wasn't a malicious thing. It was more for me personally to say, I can achieve this and I can do what I set forth to do in my life. And um, I think that's just where I've gotten my stride from a little girl is, I'm just going to do it and I'm going to prove you wrong. And so my first show that I did, I actually placed third place, which qualified me to go to nationals. So you have to go and you have to place within the top three. Then after the top three, you have to go to a national level and national level is you have to place first to get your pro card. Right. So my first show I competed with, I think there was about, I want to say there was like 29, 30 girls. I placed third. And then um, from then I got a new coach because I knew I had to up my ante to a new coach. Right. Right. Um, And then, and then my other half was like, you're not doing this. This was it. This was like the last deal that you were doing. And then on top of that, I had a couple of people say, oh, you did a great job, but there's no way you're going to win your pro card. Like, that's really hard. And I was like, <laughs> OK, I got a new coach. I worked my ass off and um, I got my pro card, my second show. It takes people anywhere from five to 10 years to get their pro card. That's that's impressive. I, I remember hearing that story and I kind of yeah. was hoping you'd you'd tell it a little bit because um, this was all if I remember right from you talking before, you know, this was all happening while you're dealing with a whole bunch of other stuff and everything and just deciding to go all in on something. I thought was uh, I think it's an amazing story, honestly, yeah. and an yeah. amazing accomplishment. Um so I, I think there's a neat little aspect there that, you know what, when you're going through other things and things are a pain in the ass, you know what, you can still make uh, make something great happen. So that was my outlet. You know, that was my that was my huge outlet. And um, with all that happening, 
I would not be here speaking to you if it didn't happen. And so what I say is that everything in life happens for reasons, right? I went there, I got my pro card. Um, I mean, there's a huge story as far as the divorce, my son and all of that other stuff that happened in between all of that was horrible. But in order, the good thing, the light of the end of the tunnel was it, when I got my pro card, I started working with first form right away. They called me, right? And that yeah. was when they were just starting out. So I started to work with first form. I personally got to know Andy and Emily very well, which linked me to Arate, right? Then I got to work with Arate, which linked me to Ryan Stuman. And then with Ryan Stuman, now I am leading Apex Executive Coaching, right? And right. then I don't know where that's going to lead me going, going forward. So what I'm saying is all these little things that happen in our lives, they're not a coincidence, they happen for a reason it's, to get us to that next point, right? It's all, it's all building. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's awesome. That I mean, and, and an awesome perspective to look back on, you know, a lot of people look back and, you know, Oh, what was me? Holy shit. This mm -hmm. sucked, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is the reason for this reason for that. Mm -hmm. Having that different pr perspective and looking yeah. back on it and learning how to. Yeah but it's growth, right? Like yeah. the ways that I fucked up with my son, right? Or the ways he, I felt he fucked up with me, whatever it may be, like those are learning lessons. Mm -hmm. Those are growth lessons that hopefully he takes, I take, that will better our future and better our grandchildren's future, whatever it may be, right? And that's the same with the company. Like all these mistakes we make, like, it's only going to make us better at what we do. It's not a, it's not a fail. It's a lesson. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That is, that's, that's why I wanted you on here so much is because of, I've heard your story, you know, and uh, talked to you a little bit at events and different things and just, just your perspective on everything and your mindset and everything is uh, it's inspirational to be honest yeah. with you. So building up the electric company, I'm going to switch it around a little bit. <laughs> um, if you don't mind. Yeah, I know. Yeah, talking yeah. a little bit about that, just um, kind of going through that, uh, some of the struggles building that up, going from a few employees up to, you said, what, 60 now? Mm -hmm. um, what are some of the things you guys kind of fought with or, you know, struggled with kind of building up a business to, you know, from very small business, obviously up to something mm -hmm. that's quite substantial now. Um, and it's not where anywhere where my other half wants it to be. Right. He's like, we're going to have yeah. 5,000 team members. Um, <laughs> I need to get Kevin you know on here one of these days. I'm just going to be transparent with you. It, it, it's always fucking work. Yeah. It's always work. And especially right now in this time, like, finding tradesmen that are actually certified in something to do. Like it is extremely hard right now because so many people don't have this, they're not certified and yeah. we have, you have to be certified. I can't take Joe blow off of the street and train them. Like I can't do it. Yeah. So for our company to grow and expand, it's inevitable. We have to have that, which they are starting to come out more. Like I'm noticing more of the schools, more, to, more of the trade schools coming, which is great. I'm so glad that it's happening. Um, but to be honest with you, 
if it wasn't for us doing the key factors of having good core values and core focus, we wouldn't be where we are right now. The reason why we have the loyalty in our company with our electricians working for us is because we exclude what we want to happen there. We have good core values, right? We're not assholes running a company. If we are assholes running a company, we probably would not have the company that we have right now. So to be transparent, are we perfect? Do we know exactly what we're doing going forward? Hell no, we don't. And Kevin has a coach constantly helping him. Um, EOS is phenomenal, but to be transparent, EOS is only going to give you process procedures, how to build a company, right? right? You as a leader have to be able to build that company the way you want it to be. You know, for instance, transparency wise for us right now, um, poor Kevin, I look at him within this last two years and that man is probably aged five, five years. If you look at his face, like I love him to death and I don't mean that by any disharm, but it's because the last two years have definitely been a struggle to get us to the point that we're at right now. There's a lot of not sleeping, a lot of having him having to do accounting work, having him have, be the CEO, having him go in and and teach uh, people labor, like things that he shouldn't be doing. He's had to do just to push through this time. Right. So when people tell you, oh, just you know, hire for that position or do that. Yeah, that's, and that's what I preach as well. We'll hire for that position, which is great. But if you can't hire for that position for an electrician, what else do you have to do? Yeah, Like you have exactly. to go into the field. And I am dealing with that a lot right now. And in my industry with the 12 electronics, car stereos, basically, yeah. you know, we deal with that a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm lucky enough. I can train people and do, you know, um, I don't have to have a certified person, although yeah. we push for that. Um, but yeah, it's really hard. To, I mean, yeah, we get somebody, yeah, I taught myself how yeah. to do this, blah, blah, blah. Well, that doesn't really work when you're working on a quarter yeah. of a million dollar car, you know, yeah. <laughs> sorry. We have shit. To train you. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to, yeah. you're going to do it our way. And yeah, we have that. I, well, I, Everybody I talk to in all sorts of different industries seems to have that a lot right now. Yeah, um, they do. And God, it's it's a pain in the ass. It really is. They and do. I, yeah. I, yeah, I feel for you on that. It's it, it's tough finding that person and then finding that person with the again back to the core values, which comes up on this show all the time with all the people I speak to. Obviously, yeah. Um, you know, find the people that will fit inside those core values and work well with the rest of the team mm -hmm. is really tough. I mean, that just yeah. adds a whole nother level to it, which once yeah. you find that person is fabulous. But until yeah, you do, absolutely. until you do, like, well, hell, I mean, I have to go out and work on cars and do whatever, which I don't want to do anymore. Yeah. Um, sometimes I want to, but I don't want to be forced to, <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and a, a big, huge thing too, that um, I believe in 150% and I'm sure every high achiever would tell you the same thing is um, changing your paradigm, the way you think. Um, a lot of us are like, okay, we need to hire these people, but we're looking at all the negative aspects that are happening within the company. But if we don't sit down and actually write out, or if we don't manifest 
what we want to happen going forward, we're mm-hmm. not going to get that. And people can say, okay, that's, that's, um, Okay, I don't believe in it, right? Well, it's the same thing when we build the company going forward in EOS. We're visualizing what your company is going to look like six to 12 months from now, right? We're visualizing it. We're putting pen to paper. And that's the same thing you do. So I'm sitting in my office right now and Kevin comes in here every single night and sometimes three times a day. And I'll show you because I just see this right now. This is this piece of paper that he wrote out that is his vision and he rewrites it every single night on paper. That's awesome. I I've never um, thought of it that way, to be honest with you. I mean, I have like the vision of what I want here. Exactly. But the thing is, is that it's the vision in your head that you see, but when you actually start putting pen to paper and you write this down and you're doing it repetitive over and over and over, just like muscle workout, right? Yes. We are now changing our paradigm. We're changing the way that we think. We're changing our process, just like eating healthy. We don't want to eat healthy right away. It tastes like shit. This isn't good. <laughs> but as you do it over a period of time, you look at me now, 10 years into it, right? If I go eat a piece of pizza, I am horribly sick. It's the same thing with anything in our, in our space or reality or whatever we want. We get to change our paradigm. We get to change the outcome of what we want. We get to do that. That's so awesome. But we're the bottom leg. Yeah. But it's, it's also our fault. (laughs) If people wanted to uh, connect with you, hire you, anything like that, where, what, where would be the best places for them to find Miss Jennifer Carrasco? Yeah, probably Facebook, Instagram. Um, Instagram is Jen Carrasco, two underscores. Facebook is pretty much Jennifer Carrasco. It's pretty easy. Um, my website is jencarrasco.com. Very, very easy. I mean, I feel like I'm everywhere. I'm on YouTube. I'm on TikTok. I'm, you know, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm pretty well versed on all the social media platforms. So it's probably pretty easy to find me. That's awesome. And I, I ain't gonna lie. Um, usually I try to run these a little longer, but I think we hit some really cool stuff. <laughs> I mean, like real quick, yeah. you're just like in there and let's, I let's just ripped the bandaid off. Get it yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this. And thank you very much for taking the time. to come. You're on. welcome. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. Of course. I've, I, like I was telling you, I, I, wanted to get more women on here because I feel like yeah. there's some some people out there that that would uh, give a much better perspective to. And and you're the second one I've gotten to have on here, thankfully, and uh, hope to do some more. And also, I hope to have you back at some absolutely, point. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, and I hope to see you at event soon as well. Absolutely. I, still, I still owe you a coffee. <laughs> I, I will take it. Absolutely. All right, ma'am. I'm going to let you go. I know you're very busy, but thank you very much. And uh, I will talk to you very soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Have a blessed night. And you as well. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Business Cars and Cigars podcast. Make sure to share this with someone you know that can benefit from this content. Remember to support this show by rating, reviewing, and subscribing.